I had a 7.30 meeting this morning, so I did have just like down a cup of coffee to wake up a little bit here. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's my every day. Yeah. <laughs> Downing cups of coffee to stay awake. <laughs> yeah. We like to, and especially when we're going to do the podcast, we, we like to go hardcore into the <laughs> caffeine just Lean prior in. to this. We yeah. bring all the energy. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team. In this episode, we are sitting down with Ashley Winch, Executive Director of our local Marshfield Area United Way. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's Going so important you have to clear your throat gravelly. so people know how important she is. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a big... <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> I was bringing the smolder there. Oh, okay. Bring the smolder. Yeah. Will you please? <laughs> But we have had the pleasure of spending a little bit of time together lately, uh, just wrapping up. We helped out with the campaign video for the season. So so the first time, and I already told Vince this is how I was going to come into this. <laughs> okay, can so, I just say, yes. Like, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm please, sorry. No, did you do. think you were going to talk? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, I'm that's super that's excited enough. to that's be here. So, <laughs> we have gotten to know each other. So, yeah, you're probably like we know her. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's just do this thing. <laughs> yes. Well, we we have an int- we have an introduction plan. Okay. You're going to introduce yourself. Don't okay. worry. There's notes. Look at. Tell tell us about yourself. We're going to get there. Okay. We're almost there. So close. But we didn't have saying hi in the notes. So yeah, we did thank not. Thank you for no, no, jumping okay. in on that. We're gonna, would you add that to the notes that she wants to say hi? As well? <laughs> I wasn't provided a script, so no, no, no you so were not. I'm just that's like on purpose. Freewheeling yeah. it here. Yeah. That's what we like, <laughs> right? That's what we like. Authenticity. So, Ashley, tell us a little about yourself. <laughs> well, you you were gonna oh, say the first yes. time. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the very first time. That we were all in a room together uh, was our opportunity to we when we started working on that project to take a to take your idea and do the thing. I'm sorry, I'm touching things. I'm very fidgety. I'm fidgety. <laughs> it was our opportunity to take a very good idea and then tell someone we've never worked with before that we weren't going to do it. So that was fun for us. It's not really. It was really horrifying. I think we were all a little horrified. <laughs> That's but why sometimes I, scary is turns out to be beautiful. And I think so. I think we did. I think we managed to do that. You I managed think, to do that. So I think we did it. We did the thing. Mm-hmm. So that and was That's a, why we don't like brainstorming. Yes. And we're not good at it. No. No. Really bad. Terrible. Don't, we shouldn't record that. We're great. We're, we're super, super good great at, at brainstorming. brainstorming. It's a thing we do all the time and we're great at it. Get that down. Okay, Ashley. I would vouch for that. Thank you. Yeah. There. So, in as much detail as you'd like to share. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, I'm Ashley Winch and I am the executive director of Marshfield Area United Way. Um, as of the May of this year. However, I have been with United Way for the past eight years. Um, oh, almost eight years. Halloween is my anniversary, actually. Really? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> did you wear a costume to your first day of work? <laughs> I did not. Oh. Or the interview? 
I always struggle with Halloween costumes, so no. Why? I don't know. I just maybe like have too high expectations for myself, okay. and so anything like I come up with, I'm disappointed with. Okay. Mm. So okay. So yeah. you're you're sort of like a rental costume person on a non-rental costume budget. Right. I think okay. mainly like I procrastinate. And so okay. then I'm like, oh no, what do I have time to like put together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah. So almost eight years been with United Way. Uh, I am originally from Marshfield, born and raised. Um, and I left several times, and <laughs> here I am. It just uh, keeps bringing us back. <laughs> yeah, so for sure have been back in the community f- since about 2010, um, and then from here and back a few more years between then. So um, I love our community. I love the people in it. I love what I do, and um, just excited to kind of continue on with United Way and all the work that happens, and so yeah, we're just kind of getting into the thick of things with our campaign, and I'm sure we'll talk about that coming up as well. Yes, that will definitely come up, but let's start with, just for people who don't know, yeah, tell us what the United Way is, what you do. Okay, so, um, well, so United Way has been in our community for almost, we're almost approaching our 75th year anniversary. So maybe I can come back and we could do like an anniversary episode. Um, So yeah, in the next year or two, I believe it's our 75th anniversary. So um, So you're older than we are because we're celebrating our 70th this year. We are. We're older than you. Oh. Uh, it Which actually, is the thing I say to Sue all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it nice? Isn't it I just had my birthday on Saturday, and so um, my new like view on it is like, let's continue to have these birthdays because having them is so much better than not. Than so. the the alternative. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think everybody deserves to be celebrating themselves on their birthday. So anyway, United Way. Back to United Way. <laughs> but no, quick, quick. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy oh, belated yes. birthday. Thank you. Yes. Congratulations. Thanks. On being another year older. Yes. And even more lovely. Please continue. <laughs> um, so uh, United Way in general uh, fights for the education health, and financial stability of everyone in our community. Um, And so that work is kind of divided into two different parts as we see it. So we fund many health and human service programs in our community um, that provide services to people of all ages, from all walk of life, under different circumstances, you know, whether it's an after-school program or it's a home-delivered meal to that uh, person who's still able to be in their house, but... um, Maybe it does maybe struggles for that day to day preparing of all the meals. Um, it also serves as kind of like a wellness check for those individuals. Um, so programs like that, we have uh, programs that help victims of domestic abuse. We have programs that help provide food to families or to children on the weekends, um, which will then kind of lead me into. Um, then we have our own programs that we run through our office of three. People. Well, three and a quarter, I would say. So uh, <laughs> our, our Nutrition on Weekends program that we started ooh, going on, this is going to be our sixth school year already, which is crazy wow. to think about. Um, last year, we finally bit the bullet and hired somebody part-time to help us out because uh, it was just taking too much of our own schedule. Uh, we weren't able to be doing anything else on a specific day of the week. And so even if Myself or Paula or somebody was sick, we just weren't able to be away. And so that's not um, 
healthy way to move mm-hmm. forward and to be able to serve the community. So we found a perfect fit to help us out part-time for that program. So other than that, um, we rely heavily on volunteers to help carry out our mission and um, are so grateful for them. So uh, I don't we can get maybe into more specific of some of our programs and our work if you want. But as a general rule of thumb, um, we support community programs that help our most vulnerable population. Awesome. So are there other there are programs other than nutrition on weekends that are? Yeah. So we have, um, so if I kind of start in January or so, so we have a wonderful group of volunteers through the AARP Foundation that prepare taxes for um, low to moderate income people and senior citizens, and they do that free of charge. I want to say they did almost 900 wow. filings this past in uh, 20, the, the 2019 tax season. Uh, they donate thousands of hours, and they are just a wonderful group of people. So they are set up at the community center. And then actually our 211 program started this year, and they field all those phone calls for the appointments and stuff like that for us. So it's a wonderful partnership, great group of people. Um, mostly retired, either finance or education background, but um, really are always looking for additional people to help. And there's a variety of roles. So even if you don't have like a finance background, they would love to have your help. So um, we have that program. Uh, We have Right to Play for All, which is kind of a cool program. So that provides sports scholarships to children um, who would be interested in doing gymnastics or football or um, dance, karate, I know we've even done like STEM camps for kids mm. um, whose families struggle to afford like the fees or um, we've even done equipment to help them participate in those activities. So we have that uh, scholarship program. We do our Make a Difference Day leaf raking event. So that would be for homebound um, elderly and disabled that just need that extra help with their lawn. And so we spend a Saturday morning raking leaves in the end of October, maybe beginning of November this year. What else? So we have the NOW program. That one runs in the school year. Um, we have a Loads of Love program. Not very well known. It was actually my Leadership Marshall project back in 2013. <laughs> um, but that helps provide access to families to launder their clothes on a more regular basis. So, oh. Uh, yeah. So John Baltus was pivotal in helping make that happen. So two of his washers and two of his dryers at his north side laundromat kind of across from Target there accept tokens. And so then um, guidance counselors at the schools have referral forms. Super Sachs does referrals. Um, St. Vincent de Paul does referrals. And then they can either get their tokens right in our office or um, right at Super Sachs. So, yeah. Um, trying to think. There's so much. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right? And so the ones, the ones you just mentioned, those yes. are all United Way handled That's programs right. and then then you have partner programs right. so, so those we, yeah we kind of label those as like our internal initiatives okay. that we are have uh, a hand in ourselves yes okay so it's not like you're busy or anything no no not at all. <laughs> hanging out yeah, right <laughs> okay okay <laughs> so, okay so what does like day-to-day for you as the executive director or maybe Maybe a step back from day to day, but in week to week, yeah, week to week. <laughs> so, what's what's your role? What's your day to day look like? 
Um, so I'm still kind of like learning that <laughs> because uh, when you when you come to like work with United Way, you realize like no time of the year is ever the same. Mm-hmm. And so sure. um, even with my newer staff, it takes a year to kind of fully understand and embrace everything that United Way does um, because a lot of times it happens and then it doesn't happen again until that same time in the next calendar year. So um, right now it's like my day-to-day is very campaign focused. So um, making sure like all of our materials are going to be ready. Um, all of our volunteers are lined up. Um, we're out in the community talking to people about United Way, um, having some events for um, our volunteers and our drive chairs who happen to be my board of directors this year, um, just getting them a chance to become even more acquainted with um, the work that happens in the community and um, get off and running for that campaign season. So um, I sit on a lot of committees in the community, so I've att- I'm attending a lot more meetings than I have <laughs> in the past, which is different for me. Um, so, but all that's been really great. Um, it's kind of, I just actually was at a community foundation, um, grant and scholarship committee meeting this morning and, um, Stacey Schultz is the new director at the community foundation. And so it's just kind of ironic because Paula and Amber, so Paula is our former executive director and Amber was the executive director of the community foundation. And they started at the same time, and they pretty much exited at the same time. And so Stacy and I are kind of in this role together. So it, it's kind of really nice to um, have that fresh start and that somebody else that is kind of feeling what you're feeling, um, mm-hmm. being in a new role. And so, um, yeah, I just our my day to day is our day to day is never the same. So we just finished up our oh, backpack and school supply drive. Okay. That's another part that I forget. Like I still have backpacks and school supplies in my truck to deliver. So, um, but um, so that looked way different a couple weeks ago when we were, you know, traveling around the community and school buses and picking up all the wonderful donations we had. I want to say like thirty businesses or organizations that did wow. co- yeah did collections for us. So um, I think our final numbers were we served about six hundred and thirty seven children. Nice. And the Marshfield and then surrounding school districts. So um, it was over 100 more than we did last year. So we were tired, but <laughs> it was well worth it. <laughs> so very, very directly involved in each of the programs throughout the year. and Most definitely. Sure so happen. I would say, you know, working at United Way, you have so many hats. You probably don't have a room large enough to put them all in. (laughs) So, um, yes, very involved, very hands-on, which is one of the things I love the most. Um, Just at the end of the day, you go home and you know that you've made an impact in somebody's life, and that's just a wonderful feeling, so... Very nice. So let's talk campaign. Yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. What okay. What is it for the people that don't know? What is it? What does it do? What's the purpose? Yeah. So um, every fall, so we kind of unofficially kick off. I would say the beginning of September, and then our campaign runs until the end of the year, um, and it is our major fundraising time. So we have, I want to say, fifty plus businesses that um, run a workplace campaign. And so many of those businesses have volunteers that help us 
with implementing that workplace campaign. So um, it is an opportunity to give back to the community through United Way. Um, a lot of times it's either through a payroll deduction option. Um, you can give by mail, you can give online, many different ways, lots of activities. So um, we have a lot of groups that like to volunteer during that time of year or do some sort of collection. Um, but it is our main fund fundraising time to then support community programs in the next calendar year. Okay. So does, do the funds that you raise throughout that campaign sort of inform then what you can fund in the next calendar year? Does that, is that sort of how that? Right. So it's set up that when we raise this money in the fall, then next spring, uh, our volunteers will make a recommendation to our board of directors based on um, applications from local programs on um, A, if they should be funded, B, at what level, um, based on our community needs and exactly how much that we were mm -hmm. able to raise throughout the fall campaign. Okay. So for people who maybe, I know I've gone slightly off script, I'm sorry. I know, here you It's okay. It's okay. So for people, um, now now you have me thinking completely about workplace campaigns because yeah. that's also, that's like on my to-do list right now too. Sure. So, so yeah. Are you you're on a committee? <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're just starting to kick that off. And I think a key thing that, especially when we have new people on the staff or people who maybe we haven't been able to reach with the message in previous years, maybe they're not so new, but they really aren't paying attention to that workplace campaign, whatever. Um, a key thing that we're always looking at is making sure people understand what that workplace campaign is, what it does, what it affects, and sort of pulling them into that story. Mm -hmm. So talk about how important that is and how important work, workplace campaigns are, for one thing, because I know um, I, from working, I used to volunteer with the Portage County United Way when I worked oh, in Portage County. Sure. Um, that That is the major part of the fundraising. It makes a huge difference in what they're able to do. And uh, sometimes it's hard, I think, to connect the individual in the workplace to that final amount and help them understand, like, your little bit, your dollar per paycheck gets us to that amount, so every dollar counts. Yes, so um, workplace, workplace campaigns are really critical. So um, it's probably the best way to reach the most amount of people. Um, in our community, and that payroll deduction option is just something that's so easy. So, um, you know, you never, you never miss that one dollar or five dollars or whatever mm -hmm. it is you would be pledging. Um, it doesn't have to be every week. It could be every other week, or you know, most companies are super flexible with a lot how their employees can give. Um, but you're right, United Way works because everybody gives a little. We don't get significant, significant gifts from corporations in this community or anything like that. So um, when we pool all of those gifts together, that's when they make the most impact. So um, whether it's $5 or $50 or 500, when we put them all together, then we can make the greatest impact mm -hmm. right here in our community. So um, every gift matters, whether you can give just a small amount or if you are blessed enough to be able to give more. 
Okay. Did I answer good. it? You did answer <laughs> okay. it. Okay. <laughs> you answered it. You, pre- you were preaching to the choir, but you definitely right? answered it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing we have done on the podcast is ask questions that we know the answer to. Right. That is, it's becoming one of our specialties, is asking yeah. people questions we know the answer to. But not everybody knows the answer. So. Right. And sometimes when you, or like myself, know something so well, you always have to be mindful that, not everybody knows. Right. For instance, like, we raise money in our community, and it stays here. So, you know, we're not sending it away. It's mm-hmm. working right here in Marshfield and the immediate surrounding area um, to help to help our neighbors and our friends. Right, and in a lot of different ways. Many different ways. Okay. So that let's let's segue okay. a little bit. Actually, I'm going to flip two questions because that's I want to start with misconceptions. Are there misconceptions that the general public has about the United Way, about how you work, about where the money goes, or things like that, that if you had the opportunity, like right now where we're recording your voice, (laughs) (laughs) that you could start to dispel some of those misconceptions? I think overall our community embraces us nicely. Um, I do see those things that float around like on Facebook and stuff like that about um, CEO salaries from nonprofits and one of them because you're making half a million dollars a year yourself oh for sure yeah next week I'm going to like Belize for week no biggie (laughs) (laughs) no big deal (laughs) it's just whatever it's just a little birthday trip yeah (laughs) um and so um and he probably does make a good salary uh so United Way Worldwide is a network that we are a member of Mm -hmm. and so a membership fee that we pay is one cent on every dollar. So there is one cent of every dollar that goes to that United Way Worldwide membership that then in turns allows us to use the branding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also reimburse us for educational credits. So that allows us to go to conferences and trainings to um, become better stewards in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of times some people misconception might be that their money is going to pay that CEO salary, and that is just not true. Mm-hmm. So um, our money here is helping people that we know and love. Right, right. And even even that little, that one penny on every dollar, yeah. um, to run an, organiza- an organization that's worldwide, to run it effectively, to do the things that it has to do, you need... You need top talent, and the way you get top talent is mm-hmm. to pay top talent. You don't... Right. So, you know, right? I mean, if you would take United Way Worldwide CEO salary compared to maybe the salary of Georgia Pacific or right. Coca-Cola or some of those <laughs> right. huge brand name companies uh, would be significantly less. Mm-hmm. and. You're right. We need somebody who has the know-how and the leadership skills to be able to lead. I mean, you're talking United Ways across the globe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is a lofty job. And Mm -hmm. um, you do need somebody that knows what they're doing. So, um, yeah. So we've agreed that we're going to continue to pay his salary. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We're going to let him keep making money. (laughs) Okay. Good. Well, yeah, I think that's a huge, like you said, that's a huge misconception for any business. Like, just because somebody is paid a lot doesn't mean they shouldn't get paid a lot, right? right? Like, it's about the value that they bring to that, the ability to run whatever it may be, mm-hmm. 
United Way worldwide. So right, yeah, right, and that, that those that, like it <clears throat> it would be different if it came from things like on Facebook came from a different place, right? Like, but it's about oh well, they make money, so don't give them money. Like, that's not how the world works. <laughs> right, right. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we all just volunteered our time and didn't need money to mm-hmm. live ourselves, right? right. Uh, but that's just not the way the world works. Yeah. Right. Because, we, I mean, we need clean water and electricity are two of the things that come to mind right away. <laughs> <laughs> Food, shelter. I right, mean, so. right. These are all things. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I think I just do think sort of on that topic, and then we'll move off of it. I think it's interesting that people really that perception is always that a pe- for certain people a salary is a, like a, a gross expenditure and when the vast majority of the time what you pay a human being is an investment in your business right mm-hmm. so is right. it unique to the nonprofit world it's like, are people going around questioning how much the Coca-Cola CEO is making? Exactly. So, I, like, you never hear that. Um, <laughs> there is actually this TED Talk uh, by Dan Pilata, and it talks about how the way we view nonprofits is completely opposite of what how we should be viewing it. And this is exactly what he talks about. You're asking nonprofits to solve some really difficult problems, but you don't want to um, invest in the people to help transform and change these mm-hmm. social mm-hmm. Um, problems that are in our communities, whether it's like curing cancer or solving homelessness or something like that. And so it is It is a really cool 20-minute podcast if you ever get to watch it. Um, I guess I would also add, like, as a United Way member um, that we are, we are required to keep a certain overhead rate. I know that people can be passionate about that. Um of 15% or lower, and so that means, you know, 85% of everything that is used is going into all those programs. Those, those, that 15% overhead rate would be, like, to keep the roof, full, you know, mm-hmm. to keep our mm-hmm. office open and, like, right. function right. on a day-to-day basis. By sticky sort of notes. Thing. Right. And things like that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, and I know you, that's a thing you've run into as well. I remember when we were doing the video, I think, just kind of an offhand comment, like, yeah, like, People sometimes are surprised that there's a staff and they have a salary and get paid to do this, right? They just assume that, oh, nonprofit means everybody's a volunteer. Right, right. And I think um, the example of you being so generous with helping us with our video, I mean, can you just imagine the money that we were able to save by you being the giving people that you are. So um, we are very conscious of our spending and we try to uh, minimize as much as we can. Um, but we still it's still important that we help people understand the needs in our community and how they can help and engage with us. So very true. Very true. Good I think I just think it's such an important conversation to have sometimes because like to your point, people People don't realize, you know, we have we have to sustain people to do the work, and it yeah, it would be really awesome if endless volunteers could work forty hours a week mm-hmm. for all of the nonprofits and just make them. But I mean, 
we've done, we've spent a lot of time maybe over the last year with various nonprofits and getting volunteers is every single one we've talked to is that's a key problem that they have, having the volunteers that they have be fully engaged and understanding what they have to do um, is a problem. Having people who are doing the work and then sticking around is a problem. So <laughs> right, right. You, ca you can't just not pay people, <laughs> <laughs> expect them to show up, you know, for, and, and when I say 40 hours a week, I'm 100% sure none of the people, the nonprofits we've talked to are working 40 hours a week. Right. <laughs> they might be getting paid for 40 hours a week, but they are not working 40 <laughs> hours a week. Definitely it's more like 60 or 80, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you you don't work for a nonprofit to get rich. You do it because it means something to you and um, you want to make a difference. So, yeah. And for that, we should pay you. Yeah. <laughs> there. Now we have agreed we also are going to continue to pay Ashley. Period. <laughs> so... Speaking of challenges, speaking of that volunteer challenge, what would you say are some of the big challenges that the United Way faces or you face personally to help you fulfill that mission of the United Way? Oh, um, so I think, you know, one challenge that has, has come up is that our community is kind of changing. Um, you know, so we lost Yonkers and we lost ShopGo and we lost Office Depot and we lost figgies. And so, um, yes, that if that directly affects our United Way campaign, but just the community in general, it's just very unsettling. So, mm -hmm. you know, just trying to um, understand how this community is evolving and, you know, how maybe we can change the way we do things to um, kind of evolve with the mm -hmm. community um, is a challenge. Um, I would say, um, you know, our, our work, our workplaces in general, there's many people retiring out of uh, companies who um, are very longtime supporters of United Way. Um, and sometimes engaging with them post-retirement can be difficult. Um, and then also um, engaging that younger community to start to think about being charitable um, is also something that, you know, we're really trying to be mindful of and um, connect with them more. Sure. That makes sense. I mean, because yeah. it's so, like you said, it's so easy through the workplace campaign. And then when you're not working anymore, right. <laughs> it takes an additional step, an initiative to get to do that. Right. So, so sometimes yeah, sure. out of sight, out of mind type thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we don't always know when people are retiring. And so um, that can also make it difficult to continue to connect with retirees. I have an idea for you. Remind me after this, after we record, I'll give you, I have, a, I just had an idea as you were talking. So. Okay, I love ideas. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, would you say, because this is, this is sort of a thing that's been rolling around in my brain as, as we've talked to more nonprofits this year, the fact that people can, uh, can make a donation online, it's so easy to make donations to any international organization or, you know, we can go online when there's a natural disaster. It's very simple for us to get funds directly from here in Wisconsin, say, to um, 
the first thing that comes to mind is New Orleans or, you know, one, anywhere sure. that something like that happens, mm-hmm. they, it seems like they immediately, there are funds set up and it's just super easy to do that. Um, and which means that it's super easy for me to send my money away rather than have it here in my community. Does that, do you think that affects the fundraising that you do? Maybe more than I think it might. Um, so in the instance that you're talking, um, sometimes it's as easy as like texting an amount or something to a number um, or an app or something mm-hmm. of that nature. And uh, those things are expensive. And so I think without fully understanding um, the benefit of maybe having something like that, it is a hard pill to swallow to pay for that app or to pay for that service. Um, but it's it's probably something that we would have to look into in the future. Um, you know, we still have, you still have the ability to pay, or to donate online. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Apple Pay and we have like a website that um, adjusts to a screen size and things like that. So we've upgraded that way. <laughs> <laughs> but some of those other services, uh, we I've looked into and they are quite costly. And so um, I think that would be something maybe down the road that mm-hmm. definitely as you're talking like we want to engage with these younger people because right everything that we do is pretty much in our hand right on our phone right um, so uh, that might be something that definitely would improve um, communicating with that younger generation in the future it's just not a step that we've taken mm-hmm. as of right now and do you think maybe it is uh, like the first step is as simple as being able to remind people like yes it's very easy for you to give money for to buy socks for people in Portland, but it's just as easy to go to marshfieldareaunitedway.org and, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and make that donation here. So sort of don't forget, yes, people in Portland need socks, but don't forget that people in Marshfield need socks. Sure. Is there, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a minute to explain. Okay, we're with you. Bring it back. Take your time. To this. Because Land the plane, Vince. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take off in the plane. So okay. Buckle up. Is there an element of this, what I'm going to get to? So we just had last week uh, active shooter training with the Marshfield PD. So in that, and it's not just that, but any traumatic event, right? This has been documented in other things like plane crashes or whatever. We have this tendency to, the first thing we do is deny that anything's happening. So is there an element, and just trying, just thinking out loud, like is there an element of because we're in the community, because it's closer, we sort of don't want to see the need, if that makes sense, versus something like Sox in Portland, something like, the hurricane in New Orleans when that happened. Like, oh, yes, I can acknowledge that that's a need and give to that, but I don't want to acknowledge. Does that make sense what I'm getting at? Perfect sense. So this is, I mean, it even happened to us. So <laughs> when we when we um, were working on a campaign video a few years back and we were researching some local data and we um, saw on the Youth Risk Behavior Survey that more than 20% of kids said that they had gone to bed hungry at least once in the last 30 days because there wasn't enough food in their home. And we were a little bit shell-shocked. 
and we know the needs in this community, and that would really just took us by surprise. Um, and so um, we researched that, and we addressed it, uh, and that's how the Nutrition on Weekends program was started. Um, another example, homelessness in our community isn't in your face. It isn't, it isn't people sitting under bridges or mm-hmm. anything like that. You know, it, it looks different. It's so I think sometimes when it's not right in front of you, it's easy to um, carry on with your day as though it, there really, it really isn't happening in our own community when, in fact, really it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think when you add that to that human being's sort of natural proclivity to go, oh, somebody should do something about that. Darn it, you know, all darn it, all of these homeless people are, you know, those people that, you know, I see them standing outside that food pantry and oh, somebody should fix that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> right? And go on with their lives. Right. So, and I think sometimes people think somebody else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we need everyone to participate. And it, that really comes back to that whole every little bit. You know, I think it can be overwhelming. Like a statistic like you cited, you know, 20% of kids are going to going to bed hungry. That's That feels, on the surface, really, you know, just as an individual, like I, I don't know what I would do. That's, that's too much. That's too big. But when you can connect people and say, well, no, probably you as an individual aren't going to fix that all by yourself, but... Let's say you have 85 people on your staff, and if 85 people came together um, and gave X number of dollars, then it starts to feel achievable. And if you have 85 people on your staff, and then somebody else has another 100, and somebody else has another 100, then suddenly those things you know, start to break down into smaller pieces, and all you have to do is your small piece, right? Exactly. I'm. I'm really. I'm pitching really well for you here. Right you now. are. I feel, yeah. I feel good, go, girl. I feel good about <laughs> everything I'm saying about your job right now. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> so, give us. Speaking of pitch, mm-hmm. give us a nicely, tightly formed elevator pitch for the. Make sure I get it right. The give, advocate, volunteer mentality. So if, okay, let me rephrase this. Because what I'm getting at is you want somebody to do those things, right? So so what's your, give me your real quick sales pitch. And I don't like the word sales pitch, but pitch for give, advocate, volunteer. So, um... So if we start with the give, um, that would be give if you can. Um, certainly we don't want to expend people beyond their means. Um, so again, whether it's $5, $50, or $500, every gift makes a difference, and it's making a difference right here in the Marshfield area. Um, I think United Way is a really easy way to make a really significant impact. So um, when you give to us, you're impacting thousands of people of a variety of ages from all walks of life for many different reasons. Um, 
as far as like the advocate, so um, Vince and Sue, you guys are great <laughs> advocates. So <laughs> tell a friend, um, share an experience, or um, just help us spread the word about the work that we're doing in the community and um, your experience with us or our programs and um, how people can make a difference and volunteer. So um, engage with us. So maybe you don't have the means to be able to donate monetarily. You can give your time, and that makes an impact too. So for instance, coming back to that NOW program, we use over 700 volunteers a year to make that program happen. We would never be able to run that program on the three and a quarter people that we have in our <laughs> office. So um, there's many different volunteer a opportunities. Lot of sandwiches. With, oh, my gosh. <laughs> We wouldn't do nothing else. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of different capacities that you can volunteer with us, and it can be a one-time event. It can be something that's ongoing. Um, so I would just say if you're looking to make a difference at all in our community, to reach out. Uh, our door is always open um, for educational purposes or, you know, if you have questions or if you're, you know, looking for something that you wanted to participate in, um, we're always happy to have a conversation and um, help you help our community. Very nice. Good work. <laughs> we, we're pitching like crazy over here. We're great at this, right? <laughs> I, I, I want to throw a pit, just a pitch out for the NOW program because what I love about us being able to participate in that is that we can do it during the work day. We can get a group of us together and do it. I love that Vince and I are the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich makers in the whole world. Oh, yeah. We crush that every single time, and that's basically like our main skill. But <laughs> I mean, you could you could peanut butter a little faster. but Wow. Now Usually not, the jelly is the struggle. It's not time for notes. Oh, I can jelly a piece he of He jellies bread. like he wouldn't <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to maybe take notes next time. Yeah, <laughs> no. We, we have... <laughs> We have a whole thing. We have a process. You wouldn't yeah. believe the many different ways you can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, I have learned so much over the past. Really? Oh, yes. There are lots of different ways. People are very passionate about their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> some people feel strongly about peanut butter, good or bad. And some people <laughs> feel strongly about jelly. Uh, so, yeah. What, well, there is an exact right ratio. There is. Well, and it's funny because I think people make them the way that they like them, mm -hmm. right? So um, it, people can be very impassioned about their PB&Js. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I won't do anything else. That's, I feel like that's my calling. And sometimes. Is, and always the peanut butter. And the volunteers, nine times out of ten, don't even want to make the sandwiches. Like, that's like the last job that's picked. And it is also my favorite. So I never it's understand the, it. It's fun. Yeah. Maybe it's because yeah. I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I don't know. <laughs> right? But um, there's something, it's kind of like mowing the lawn and washing dishes. There's just something kind of therapeutic about it. Mm -hmm. I like it. But a lot of people are like, that's always like the last job people take mm. when they come in. So it's just, it's funny. It's funny. But okay. That's why it's so easy for us to stick a claim on it. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> like that we a, always do. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys are a team. And right. PB and J's is a good teamwork. It's a team building. It is yeah. situation. Yeah, especially if one person on that team is constantly criticizing the other. Actually, 
And the other person on the team fancies herself sort of a, an artist with the peanut butter, peanut butter artist, if you will. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good for us to work through some of that stuff. The one thing, the key thing that we do wrong, and now I'm just realizing this is what we need to change in our whole process this year, mm. is that when we know we're now packing, we need to bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for ourselves for lunch. Because I walk out oh, of there yeah. like crazy for peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like every Thursday of the school year, that's all we do all day is pretty much make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And sometimes right. you just want to go home and have one then. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We just need to have. You need to, so like, just take care of that little craving there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm sorry. We kind of, like, no. uh, sidetracked your little... Uh, My whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My whole thing. But, right. well, we got to the important part, which is to let the world know how good we are at it. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> but, no, but what is really great about that program is the fact that we can do it in the working day. Mm-hmm. We can um, mobilize who, whoever we can mobilize that day. It makes it really easy. I think that there are a number of people on our staff who don't maybe have maybe have little kids or don't have the ability to spend time outside of work volunteering, and that's a really good opportunity. And I, I love the opportunity it is for us to, you know, a lot of us don't get to, you know, in our normal work lives, don't get to see each other, don't get to interact, um, and it's just this really great when we get to do it, walk away from the desk, go and do the thing, um, crush making peanut butter yeah. sandwiches, yeah. and then come back feeling like a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and craving peanut butter and jelly and sandwiches. And craving peanut butter and jelly and sandwiches. you, as a note, to make it even easier, you guys bring the stuff, are willing to bring the stuff to the workplace. To It, it helps that we're now... A hundred feet away. <laughs> it does help. <laughs> so we can just walk over. But for those that are maybe farther away from your office, it's real easy. Just mm-hmm. set up a spot in the office and right. crank so, them out. Um, it is a great way, like you said, our lives are busy. Like, I can completely understand that. And so your free time outside of work and kids and all those other responsibilities is probably really limited. And so... Um, having the ability to either A, come to our office, or B, have us come to your workplace and help out. Um, we we try to make everything so it can be done within that lunch hour. Um, so, you know, it, it gives you the opportunity to give back to the community if you're wanting to get involved, but you don't feel like you have that extra time in your life, in your schedule. This is a really great way, a concept that um, lets people be more involved with our community. So... It, it does work out, and obviously, like I said, we need you. So <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So just one really, really quick final pitch. If there's anybody listening to this and you want to get involved with the NOW program and reap all of those benefits, and you also think you make a pe- better peanut butter and jelly sandwich than we do. Um, you're wrong. You, first of all, you're wrong. <laughs> Second of all, you should get involved. I mean, you should work it out. Like, do that 10,000 hours. <laughs> and become masters of that, like we. Um, <laughs> but there's still availability that if groups wanted to do that, and they should just contact you. And one of the ways they can contact you is to go to Marshfield Area United Way dot org. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I was just going to say, where can people go to do all those things? Give, advocate, volunteer. Yeah, they can go to our website, 
so marshvilleerunitedway.org. They can come to our office. Um, we love to see friendly faces. So uh, 156 South Central Avenue, um, kind of right across the street from Mittens Furniture there. Um, and, and then they get to see our friend Cassie. Yes. They're at the, yeah. Yes. Cassie's a favorite of mine. <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. She get all ego. <laughs> it Love doesn't you, hurt Cassie. that her videos have the most views that we've ever done. Yes, pretty yeah. much. That's true, Cassie. I think I told you that she's a she's a rock star. She, her video. I'm now, not gonna to be, tell Lola. Yeah, don't tell Lola. Would be very Ooh, upset. She would yeah. be. Yeah, they would fight. Be like, it'd be like Real Housewives situation maybe oh <laughs> not Cassie she's a she's a sweetie she's a softie <laughs> all right where well, are we at are we are I we think closing we're at the up? wrap up yeah are we closing up let's before, before we wrap up what did we miss that you still want to say anything yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I just really wanted to offer my gratitude and appreciation for the two of you for everything Aww. that you've done for Stop us. Um, so, yes, they did definitely. But they were extremely instrumental with our campaign video for this year. Um, and they also did some wonderful pictures for all of our promotional items. And so um, just thank you so much for all the time and effort you've put into helping make this upcoming campaign super successful. Well, you are very welcome. It was all leading up to getting you on the podcast, so <laughs> it's now we're even. We're now we're yeah. straight even. Oh, okay. Now. <laughs> really, we've come out ahead on this one. Right. So. <laughs> right. We won. Yeah. So we didn't want you to know that, but yeah. we got the better part of it. Um, it was it was a really really excellent experience for us, and mm-hmm. we really appreciate being able to do it. I mean, it's stuff we love to do. So, and basically, anytime somebody asks us to do a thing that we love to do. You're on board. We're on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will you do it well? Well, thank you. Very well. You're so, so sweet. We're, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we give you the check for saying all of that <laughs> after, when we're done. Okay. Off the air. You're yeah. going to cut that part out, right? Yeah. Okay. Or just chocolate. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> We've got plenty of that. <laughs> all right. So as we wrap up, just a reminder, if there's any fun links. And I found, I wrote down that TED Talk, mm-hmm. which I'm going to go and find. Um, we'll include the campaign video, right? We can do that, yeah. right? Can we do that? You can we certainly can. do that. All right, okay. we'll include that. And if you think of any other links, we'll link off to marshfieldareaunitedway.org as well on the podcast. Um, this is your bi-weekly reminder that you can find us on anchor.fm. You can see all of our podcasts there, iTunes, uh, any number of different places that you listen, your favorite podcast player, you can probably find us. And if you can't, you should uh, hippity hop over to, I don't know why I said that. That was awful. <laughs> That's terrible. Why would I do that? I ruined the whole thing. You can go over to our blog at simplicity.coop slash blog. All of our different podcasts are there along with all of the show notes and anything else that goes along with it. Um, do feel free to jump over there. And if you are on one of our uh, one of those podcast apps, please feel free to rate and review us. And mm-hmm. we would love you to leave your comments. Mm-hmm. Boom. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. It was a delight. Thank you to our listeners for hanging in there with us. This is Sue and Vince. Hippity hopping off for oh, now. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Terrible. It's bad. Genuinely terrible. It's bad. And we'll see you next time. It's-